Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, so before we get into today's interview with the fabulous China J, I just wanted to let you guys know that I am hosting a free webinar class Go on my website, thechristianbay.com, and click on mentoring, and you can secure your seat for a webinar class on April 10th, where I will be telling you three steps about how to find your purpose. So if you're a person that wants to spend this time getting closer to God, figuring out why he created you, what he wants you to do on this earth, what problem you were created to solve, this webinar is for you. And most importantly, it's free. So head over to the website and secure your seat now. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Bay podcast where Christ and Culture connects. As you guys know, today I have a special guest for you guys and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. So without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I am China Johnson, a 24-year-old graduate student who is just on fire for God. And I just love, like, I just love God. So I'm just so excited to be chatting with you all today. And let's go ahead and get this thing started. All right, guys, China is so great. I've never met her in in person, but her social media presence, it radiates God's love. So I'm so excited to have her on the podcast and to just hear what God speaks through her. I know that it's going to bless you guys. So as always, grab your journals because we're about to dive straight in. So this is the last episode of our power, how to have a powerhouse ministry series. And China, I just wanted you to let us know, how did you get involved with ministry? How did you start your relationship with God? All the juicy things. Ooh, child. Okay. Well, first I'll start with, um, I officially gave my life back to God in November 2018. And I haven't looked back since. But definitely throughout my life, God was always trying to pull me back but I didn't realize it so even when I was when I was 13 years old um from kindergarten through 13 I went to Catholic church with both of my grandparents because my mother had gave my grandparents um religious freedom over me so my grandfather's Catholic so that's what I did but then when I turned 13 I was like yeah can't do this so I started actually going to church by myself for a long time probably from like 13 um to 15 then high school hit so we all know how that goes. Right. High school hits, um, and then college hits. I would, I would go to church once in the blue. I like foot in, foot out. But it's really interesting because even though I was in the world, I was always that friend still talking about God, which is so funny now <laughs> that I look back at it. Because I'm like, no, I was a hypocrite back then. Like I was just like, you know, God's gonna make it work. You know, one day we gotta. It was just so. It's so funny just actually looking back. So then in November of 2018, I was in my last semester because I graduated in December um, 2018. So I was in my last um, 
semester of undergraduate school and I went through this phase back then where every month I would text my friends and be like oh my gosh guys I'm not doing nothing with my life like I suck and then they pretty much would just be my little hype squad I'm like no you're doing great <laughs> but this particular night in November um nobody was answering the phone nobody was texting me back I'm like oh my gosh so I literally was like in my room like falling crying I'm just like oh my goodness so then it just popped in my head I was like you know what God if you are who they say you are show me yourself so then that's when I heard like that still small voice that everybody talks about and it was like go to and he gave me the um the church that I currently go to so literally that Saturday night the next Sunday I was um, at my my church home now, and I can definitely say, like, it's been a process, but my life has definitely, like, it hasn't been the same since. Like, even I have so much peace now and so much joy. And then when I was in undergraduate school, a lot of people didn't realize, like, I was really unhappy because I went to a historically black college. So, like, I was an AKA, I was Miss Bowie, like... According, like, according to, like, HBCU standards, I was, like, at the top of the world, pretty mm-hmm. much. But inside, it was just, like, a, a emptiness, and it was, like, something was missing. And then after, I finally figured out what it was that was missing. So, yeah, that's a little bit of my, like, coming back to Christ story. I think that's so beautiful what you mentioned about on the outside, it looked like you were on top of the world, but on the inside, it was still something missing. And it's beautiful that you mentioned that because a lot of times we feel like um, getting all of these labels and all of these accomplishments will make us feel fulfilled. And God shows us that you can obtain anything for this world, but without me, you still won't be whole. Without me, there will still be a part of you that's empty. And he feels that. So I love that you mentioned that for those of you who are in college or who just finished college and you're trying to figure out what's missing in your life and you're thinking that it's things or titles or labels when really it's just God. Because like Matthew 6.33 says, seek first the kingdom and all of these things will be added unto you. So there's nothing that you can get on your own that'll fill that void if you don't have God in your life. So good, sis. So good. Oh my goodness. Like seriously, because you really think like, okay, at the end of the day, you're never going to get to the point unless you get partnered with God to get contentment. It's always going to be, oh, I need more money. Oh, I need yeah, more this. Exactly. Oh, I need more that. But once you get God, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. I love being AKA. I love being Miss Bowie. But like, I'm good with like, I'll be good without it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be fine without it. Because ultimately, I know that my hope is in God. And I know that if I seek him first, he doesn't want to play me. Exactly. So if I'm constantly seeking him first, it's all going to work out. And he knows my heart desires. He put them in my heart. So he already knows, like, what's up with me as far as the things that I want, the things that he wants to bless me with. But if I'm so attached to China's idea of what success looks like, I may be missing out on what God's idea of success looks like. And that's going to be 10 times better than what I want. Exactly. So when it comes to ministry, are you involved with ministry at your church? Yes, mm-hmm. um, the word ministry is like I'm trying to learn to get more comfortable with the word. Mm-hmm. Cause like for me, I never really considered what I do like on Instagram or just in my personal life as a ministry. Mm-hmm. But like the more I interact with people, they're like, "It's no, a ministry." Like, it's a ministry. <laughs> I mean, Look, I'm like, so China, are you involved in ministry? I know you're involved in ministry. That's why I asked you. But I'm just gonna slide it in. <laughs> So at church, um, 
at church, I serve on our communications team. Um, so with that being said, we pretty much handle all the church data. So like new members, everything um, like that. I'm also on our greeters team. So like when you come to our church, we're like the first people you see. Girl, I, I serve on a lot of teams. <laughs> and then I'm also on our outreach team. So like when we do community service, mm-hmm. I've been on the prayer team. I've been, our church calls it ushers. I mean, host team, but it's the equivalent of like ushers. I've served on the usher team. Girl, I, I served on pretty much all the teams. So a lot of people, when it comes to ministry, they're nervous about taking that first step. And you just said you served on a lot of teams. So what gave you the boldness or the confidence to just start with the first ministry that you decided to serve on? What gave you that extra push to do it? Because ministry is a scary thing. That's why a lot of people don't, you know, want to accept it. But you you're in multiple areas of it. So (laughs) what gave you that boldness? Honestly, I was. like to be super practical to keep it real with y'all I wanted to stay out of trouble that's good so when I first gave my life back to God I needed something to keep me busy from doing things that I was used to doing so like me and my friends like we were used to going to the club going to brunch like we was used to doing everything Mm -hmm. so I needed to keep myself busy like on Sundays and even like my church has, like, groups. So even on the weekends, like, I was at everybody's game night. I was at everybody's revival night. Because I wanted to stay out of trouble. Because I'm like, I don't sit in the house. Like, even this little quarantine thing right now, I'm not used to sitting in the house. So for me, I'm like, I'm used to going out in the world. So look, God, I need you to help me stay busy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, literally, I just I just signed up. I'm like, look, I need to stay out of trouble. So I need something to do. So I was just, I just, I really honestly just stepped out on faith. I was just like, God, you know that I'm trying, so I know that you're going to meet me halfway. And all the ministries I've joined, I've met people on there who helped me with my walk. Like, honestly, I definitely would say, as you grow your walk with Christ, don't do it alone. Like, literally, the women that I've met, old and young, on the prayer team, helped me learn how to pray, how I do now. The women that I've met on the host team taught me how how to be graceful. Like, you have to get around believers to honestly stay out of trouble and to learn some stuff. That's good. And it's like you knew... It, you had to identify who you are and what you're used yeah. to doing to be able to fully recognize how to stop those habits. So yeah. I feel like that only comes from self-evaluation and sitting in front of God's presence and mm-hmm. knowing that God, my flesh would normally want to do this, yeah. but I want to starve my flesh and feed my spirit. So I'm going to give my all to you. I'm going to dedicate more of my time to being in your house and around your people because I'm mm-hmm. serious about making this change. And I think that's the first thing that's important about being a powerhouse or being on a powerhouse ministry or starting a powerhouse ministry is taking that time to allow God to show you you in ways that you need to grow personally before you even ever talk about helping somebody else or telling somebody else how to grow. Yeah, that's, oh, that's so good. Like, you definitely, a lot of, and I'm realizing a lot of people are scared of getting in God's presence because they're not sure what's going to come out of it. But you can just sit down just you, God, your Bible, your prayer journal, whatever, and without any, without any extra stuff, you need to really sit and let God, ask God to search your heart and to show you things that are not of him. Because how in the world do you expect to grow up your walk if you don't want your heart to be exposed? Your heart has to get exposed because you need to work on those things. Before you ever think about a ministry, don't get me wrong, we all fall, we all have our like things, but you have to, you and God have to be at a certain level. 
if you know it was like what's up like okay god i know that sometimes i try to be a perfectionist like you have to be real with him and he will definitely speak back to you be real with you like um china you're praying about this but sis you need to work on this and you're like um I definitely was not praying about that, but um, I'm glad you revealed it to me. But I, I, I didn't really ask you about that area, but okay. Yeah, and it's so funny because something like that happened to me the other day. I was just like, God, like you could have left that where it was. You didn't even have to, because like I'm believing in um, God right now for a a new job or career, and I'm taking a walk, and He starts revealing to me stuff about my dating life. And y'all, I'm single, single. <laughs> stuff like about my dating life. I'm just like. About work, like, right? You all right, over there. It was so funny because <laughs> so um, another thing is like when I first gave my life back to God, He's kind of showed me um, visions of where He wants to take me. But He very clearly told me, He said, in order for you to get these, He told me that the things that could possibly stop me from getting to the heights that He wants to take me is money and men. And I was like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness, like really God but now I'm more aware of it so even the way I date even the way I handle my own money has definitely changed since I gave my life back to God but if I didn't spend time in his presence I would never have been able to hear that or even have picked that up at all wow and I think that's I think that's the two areas for a lot of women Really, like men, it plays a big role, <laughs> like a huge role. So I'm not even surprised that he said that. But it is like it's like it's tough to hear, but it's also uh-huh. good to hear because it's like now yeah. you know how to move accordingly and how to be intentional. You can't just have anybody connected to you. And I can yeah. I can definitely say that. And oh, I definitely want to say this. So you said you single, single. Enjoy being single, single because yes, marriage. Sir, listen, sir, marriage sir. is work, work. Okay, it's yes, work, yes, work. I'm, <laughs> I'm over. Here, I'm, I live in Maryland. I'm over here minding my business. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blocking up blessings, but I am this single season. I, yes. I'm minding my business, girl. Yes, because <laughs> a lot of people, you know, a lot of people want the marriage so, and they like try to skip the process. The process is important, and yeah, especially definitely. because marriage is a covenant. So with God showing you this, you know how to move more intentional. You're not just letting anybody in your space because one thing that people don't realize when it comes to marriage is that it's directly connected to your purpose. So yeah, you out here putting your purpose at risk, dating, um, said, and he ain't got no purpose. Right. Like he don't have no spiritual life. He's spiritually dead. So wow, you wow. must be intentional about who you date because it so all good. plays a role together. So I think it's great that he revealed that to you now um, before moving forward and so that you're able to be intentional with who you date and who you entertain. Mm -hmm. So what is your definition of a powerhouse, whether a powerhouse person or, yeah, just we're going to stay with a powerhouse person. What's your definition? For me, a powerhouse person is somebody who is spirit-led and operating in excellence for whatever they're called for. So, like, if you're a teacher, you're a powerhouse teacher who is showing the love of God in your classroom while also making sure that your kids get excellent test scores and making them well-rounded people. So, like, whatever you're doing, for you to be a powerhouse in it, it needs to be spirit-led and it needs to be excellent. That's good. So, when it comes to having a powerhouse ministry, what do you feel like is three characteristics that a powerhouse ministry has? The first characteristic, it definitely has to be spirit-led. Like, Everything that you do should be 
consulted with God. Like, you shouldn't be just posting out a million things on Instagram if you and God haven't, or if God hasn't told you. Like, for example, me, my, um, one of my ministries is my Instagram page. So, like, my goal for my overall Instagram page is to cultivate and to empower Christians to please God while enjoying life. So, with that is showing Christians that you can please God and still be cute. Mm-hmm. You can please God and still enjoy life. Like, you don't have to sit in your house all day and pray for 12 hours unless he calls you to. So then that's what you do then. <laughs> but one thing is definitely being spiritless. Like, when I post videos or content on Instagram, people don't realize the back end of it because I don't feel the need to go on Instagram and be like, this is what I do to get these posts. But I literally, for the last week of every month, I pray and fast and ask God, like, what do you want me to tell your people? I don't just be popping up on Instagram like, Hey y'all, here's a video. Like, there are literally things that God has told me to do. And then, yeah, so definitely being spirit led is number one. Like, you and God need to be, you need to be on the court with God. Number two also goes with um, discipline and obedience. Because if God tells you you need to go on a social media fast, you don't need to worry about your followers. You don't need to worry about them. You, d- you need to do what he told you to do because ultimately he God goes before us so he knows what's on the other side of stuff so if he's telling you to do this do it he's not trying to play you he's not trying to set you up just do it and then discipline being able to set those boundaries because sometimes when you are in ministry people want to call you at all times of night people want to just have so much access to you which is not wrong but ultimately it could be draining Right, it could be draining. I know. Look, look. it could be draining. God also talks about having a Sabbath, too. So people should not be able to call me at 12 a.m. to, unless it's life threatening. Right. Ideally, nobody should be calling me at 12 a.m. to to talk about whatever. Like, no, but I have to have discipline with myself and with God to know that, God, I know that these are the people you have assigned me to, but I need rest because if I don't get rest or if I don't get me time, how am I going to be able to do anything for the kingdom at all if I'm worn out and tired and irritated? Exactly. So the first one was to be spirit-led. The second was to be obedient. And the third one was to be disciplined. Yes. So I hope you guys wrote those gems down. Clearly, the enemy doesn't want us to get these gems because as y'all can hear, they're doing clearly something outside that I don't know. But, you know, whatever. We're going to push through it. Y'all going to still get this word. (laughs) Y'all going to get this word. That's the fact. Okay. So first was spirit led. And I love that being the first one because a lot of times we can get stuck into routine. Um, I feel like I need to post today. I need to say something. I need to have it. But you don't ever want to deliver a forced word. I tell you guys all the time. Yeah, I'll aim for the podcast to be up at 8 a.m. But if I'm still in prayer at 8 a.m., y'all just gonna have to get it when when I'm done. Like, that's just what it's going to be. I can say a time. I can plan a time. But I move according to the spirit. So that was a very good point. And the second point was to be obedient. You guys know I went on a social media fast in December. And I got so much clarity about what God yeah. wanted me to do in 2020. So you're not missing out on anything when you're spending time with God. And the third one was to be disciplined. So yeah. those are some gems that you guys can not only apply to your spiritual life, but also your business or your friendships or just your personal goals to be led and be disciplined and obedient at all times. 
So China, can you please give them your social media handles? Let them know where they can connect with you, even your church info, if you can stream online or anything like that. Okay, well, everyone, you can follow me on Instagram at China.J, so C-H-Y-N-N-A dot J. You can also follow my church on all platforms, um, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Destiny Church, um, Columbia. We have a Columbia campus and a Baltimore campus if you are from Maryland, and you can stream online from all over on YouTube and Facebook. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. Thank, thank you so much. You. I'm so honored. I'm definitely honored. Like, I want to be a Christian baby, too. You know? <laughs> I'm so honored. Like, thank you so much. I love um, what you're doing. I'm so excited to see the places that God takes your ministry because it's already so dope now. So I just know that he's going to blow our minds. And I'm so just thank you so much. Thank you so much. I couldn't wait to have you as a guest. I am so honored to be able to just hear these gems that you're dropping. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. But as you guys know, we have to pray out. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast, Father God. I ask that you reach all of the listeners right where they are, Father God, and remind them that you're always speaking to them, Father God. You're always yearning for a deeper relationship with them, Father God. I thank you for China, Father God, the word that you placed within her, Father God, the words that left her her lips. I pray that they bless each and every person that's listening to this podcast. I pray that you continue to pull purpose and power out of her, Father God. I pray that you bless every ministry that she's a part of, Father God. I pray that everything she touches turns to gold, Father God. I pray that you continue to allow us to build kingdom relationships, Father God, and sharpen each other in your presence, Father God. Your word says where two or more gathered, there you will be. So we are confident that you are in the midst of this podcast. You are in the midst and your favor is overflowing to me. It's overflowing to China and it's overflowing to each and every person listening to this podcast. So we thank you for loving us. We thank you for accepting us flaws and all. And we thank you for being the good father that you are in jesus name we pray amen 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 thank you guys so much don't forget to follow me on instagram at the christian bay underscore and at the christian bay podcast i love you guys and i will talk to you on the next episode bye